0: Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. So about Michael Jordan, how are you go here from outside the finals? You can't even get in!
1: Hello and welcome to the Basketball Addicts Podcast. Today we have a good one every day. We have a good one. (laughs) So basically today, this is part seven of a great series that we've been running. Greatest upsets of all time. We're breaking down these playoffs matchups so you can understand the playoffs better. So when the playoffs are coming, you can have a better understanding of these things. Um, We're basically giving you a cheat sheet for the rest of your life. You're welcome. Uh, so today we got another great upset that was in 2014. The, uh, Kyle Lowry, DeMar DeRozan days were just blossoming for the Toronto Raptors. They were the three seed and they lost to the six seed Brooklyn Nets. Um, do you have anything you want to say, Chris, to the, uh, the fans out there before we, uh, start heading into
0: this? Uh, (laughs) not really. Don't have anything prepared right now. (laughs) All right, but. So, again, this is so we'll
1: start off talking about the uh Brooklyn Nets here. The Brooklyn Nets had a really good team that Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Joe Johnson, Deron Williams, Mason Publey, Sean Livingston, Alan Allen Anderson, Andre Blatch, uh, Mirza Teletovich that's a tough name, European shooter, just keep that in your mind. Um, and then the Teletovic, three. yeah, Teletovich, wow, good good pronunciation, Chris. A true basketball addict. Um, there you go. And then the the three seed was Toronto Raptors, like we said before. Tamar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry, the core of this team. They had a very, very young Jonas Valachunas, Terrence Ross, um, Amir Johnson, Grievous Vasquez, uh, Patrick Patterson, and they were the three seed. Um, so basically the Toronto Raptors were playing really well in the regular season. And they did by going up and down the floor, playing at a fast place. Um, they had a wa- roster that gelled well, well together with the Kyle Lowry and DeRozan and some other good three-point shooters. And they play fast and they get shots. Um, but in the playoffs, everything slows down. And it fa- favors the half-court teams, the teams that really kill it in the half-court. And it fa- favored the skilled um, so if they faced a team that was really good in the half court and played uh, slow, then they could be beaten. Um, for the Brooklyn Nets, they had Deron Williams, who's still a very very good player, just coming off those Utah Jazz days. Um, and he went and got this big bag. I remember he got paid a lot of money. I don't know how much off the top of my head, but he was getting paid. Uh, Joe Johnson, who was who was timeless still putting in buckets, getting work. He still, you know, could score on anybody at any moment in time. Um, they also have Paul Pierce who could still get a bucket. And they had old retro Vol- old role players that were veterans, like Kevin Garnett, who were tested with player playoffs and played with an edge. And um the Toronto Raptors were extremely young, so they ran to a team that was more skilled in half court and more battle tested, which You know, could have led to some people picking this upset. So what are you thinking about that uh, intro into this dynamic, Chris? Uh,
0: And it seems like maybe then, but now that we can see like there's been a change a little bit, Uh, even though in the playoffs, you know, the game speed does kind of slow down a little bit. Mm-hmm. A lot of teams who are really good are can make the can make the tempo you know match their normal tempo. Like Golden mm-hmm. State Wars, for example. Like th- when they were having their run, they yeah. they're a-, a fast pace up and down. Okay, half court. What is half court? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like they'll steal the ball and they're up and they're already set up and everything. Okay, who- where's the nearest shooter? Mm-hmm. They play really fast, so yeah. they a- they're able when you know those really good teams are able to do that. Now, not saying the Toronto Raptors aren't a good team, but it's just that when it came down to okay, wait a second, we haven't been here before. Give me a second. These are guys who have yes. on the other team, veterans. I mean, like the Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett thing happened like shortly after they won a championship, uh-huh. like a year or two later. So yeah. like they're already you know used to it. Yeah, and they you know these are teams who've been back and forth. Celtics so is a story is a, has a story franchise. Paul Pierce has been with them since the '90s, so they, mm-hmm. he's been to many uh, playoffs. So yeah. he knows how it goes. You know, so yeah. it's Kevin Garnett. He's been with the Timberwolves. You know what I mean? So once you put those two guys together and then add the scoring that you have with Joe Johnson, you know what I mean? And um, I think they, I mean, like yeah, Joe Johnson is a great scorer. Darren Williams' playmaking ability and his scoring ability is yes. even at that time just fresh off of his Utah j- days. I mean, like, a lot of people seem to forget how how good he was in Utah. Like, yeah, if you guys just highlights like, he does the same move over and over. But if it works, why? you know, if ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. So. It, they, they ran into a battle-tested team, and mm-hmm. they just couldn't stand up to it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. And, you know, the battle-tested nature is, um, you know, they're more skilled as well. Usually, a battle-tested team means nothing if you can't score. If exactly. You, if you're still, you know, if you're 40, you know, let's take uh, the old Spurs team, Manu, Tony, and Tim Duncan. Yeah, they're veterans. Yeah, they're... You know, NBA champions, but at their age right now or like late 30s, they can't do what they used to be able to do. So these guys were still like literally one year away or two years away from being um, bench or borderline bench guys, um, but they were still good players. So, uh, yeah, the next part is uh, in the playoffs, it's about how many reliable shot creators do you have? And how good are they? Because teams can break down systems. Um, Teams can defend players that are not highly skilled. That's why great mid-range ISO guys have dominated the playoffs for so long. It's because they're tough shot makers. And there's no scheme and no scouting, and there's nothing you can do to stop them in the playoffs. And, you know, you have Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan, but the Brooklyn Nets have KG who can shot create from the mid-range. Paul Pierce, who can shot create from the mid-range. Joe Johnson, who's a shot creator from the mid-range. Deron Williams, who can create his own shot. And even Sean Livingston, who we find out later down the line a few years from now, very high-level role players, shot creator, mid-range, ISO, you know, find his his get-to-a-spot-and-shoot type of guy. Um and it was just had too many individual scores for the young Toronto Raptors team to beat. What are you thinking about the uh, that
0: point overall, there, Chris? Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, because the thing that we don't seem to realize is that the bat the veteran teams win the championships every. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, like once you get it, over on a certain age. In the team, you're more likely to win a championship. Mm-hmm. Like that, like the youngest team who might have won it was like the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. But little do we know, like, but a lot of people don't remember that Steph has been in the league since like 2000, since like the since like the early 2000s, like to early 2010s. He's yes. been in the league since then. So like by the time he won his first championship, he was like 30. A lot of people don't think that, you know. So okay. it's the it's the it's the really veteran teams who win championships normally. Yes. Um. So going off that. Their, you know, mid-range shot creating ability, you know, of KG, of um, D- Darren Williams, of um, you know, uh, Sean Livingston. Sean Livingston is a great point that you made, because Sean Livingston is literally it. Mister Get to a spot. Yes, <laughs> that's literally all he does. <laughs> he just gets to a spot, and he's what tall. he does is, uh, he's a tall point guard, uh-huh. right? And the Warriors is exactly what he did. He backed you down because, you know, everybody's smaller than him. So Uh he's backing you down. He gets within, like, 10 to 12 feet of the rim. He's turning around. Mm -hmm. He's shooting right over you. And it's money every time. It's, like, literally they could switch him out. You don't have to worry about running around. They're not setting picks for him. He's going to back down the point guard every time. There's nothing they can do about it. Yeah. Because if you switch on him, bring somebody over, okay, wait, now there's a mismatch. Now you got to kick it. So you either let him score on you or you let Clay hit the three. Which one do you want? So you have to pick your poison, especially with the Warriors. But I mean, I'm pretty sure it's the same thing here, too, because like you have Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce is not a slouch when he comes.
1: Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring
0: professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. The scoring, I mean. Yeah. He's like what the probably like he's in like the top maybe 15 greatest Celtics. You know what I mean? Like That's true. Yeah.
1: I 100% we, agree with
0: that. You can't like you can't sleep on this guy. And then mm-hmm. Kevin Garnett, we know what you're going to get with Kevin Garnett. Yes. Kevin Garnett is the reason, Kevin Garnett's impact is still seen on the game today. Kevin Garnett is the reason why when there is a dead ball and somebody tries to shoot the ball, it's always blocked. Blocked. Yep. <laughs> no momentum going. <laughs> exactly. No momentum going in. Like, come on now. Yeah, it's, it's honestly it's, pretty it's... smart, taking people yeah. off the rhythm. Exactly. No, you can't get a rhythm. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, 100%. So are you ready to see some um, statistics from this series? Yeah, I'm I'm ready. All right. So game one, uh, you know, they had uh, Lowry drop 22. Grievous Vasquez dropped 19. Um, Joe Johnson dropped 24. Deron Williams drops 24. Paul Pierce drops 15. Sean Livingston stops, drops 10. You know, that should show you. The Brooklyn Nets depth of scores right there. Uh, Yeah. Game two. That's like seven people in the double digits. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, Game two, DeMar has 30. Amir Johnson has 16. Jonas Valanciunas, 15. Grievous Vasquez, 11. Patrick Peterson, 12. Jones Johnson drops 18. And Ron Williams drops 15. KG drops 13. So the Nets lose this game. Um, Yeah. You know, the role players of the Toronto Raptors, who were not usually great shot creators, elevated their level of play. To an abnormal height on that game. Um, mm-hmm. You know, game three, we got DeRozan 30 again, Kyle Lowry 15, Patrick Patterson 17. And then for the Nets, we got Joe Johnson dropping 29, Deron Williams dropped in 22, Paul Pierce having an 18 point game. You know, Joe Johnson's impact in the series is honestly extremely impressive. Uh, game four, you got DeMar DeRozan 24, Kyle Lowry 22, Amir Johnson 17. Uh, Paul Pierce dropping 22. Um, you know, the Toronto Raptors pick up this game. And game five, I mean, Joe Johnson has 32. Mirza Teletovic, uh, tough name to pronounce, 17. Kyle lowry Teletovic. Teletovic. good job. Kyle Lowry drops 36. DeMar DeRozan drops 23. And Grievous, Grievous Vasquez drops 15. You know what I mean? And game six is DeMar at 28. Kyle at 11. Joe Johnson 17, DeMar DeRozan, not DeMar DeRozan, Deron Williams 23, Paul Pierce 12, KG 13. It's so a lot more depth of scores there. In Game 7, the most vital game, DeMar has 18, Kyle Lowry has 28, Amir Johnson has 20, Patrick Patterson drops 16. Now that's a game you would think that the Toronto Raptors would win, but look at this depth right here we got. Joe Johnson dropping 26, Daron Williams 13, Paul Pierce 10, Kevin Garnett 12, Marcus Thornton 17, Sean Livingston 10. So, I mean, so that should show you that some of the some games Toronto Raptors got amazing bench performances from Amir Johnson which would lead them to win games. But the Brooklyn Nets have a much more consistent level of contribution from their stars and their role players um And the playmakers and the shot creators, like we talked about before with um, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Joe Johnson, Sean Livingston, were much more consistent shot creators over the seven-game series. series. And their depth at that position of shot creators um, really beat a team like the Toronto Raptors, who honestly... We're playing their best basketball. Um, when you put those, you probably won't get us another seven game series where Amir Johnson John, Johnson's dropping twenty in a game or two. Um, but they still won because they didn't have another guy that could be really, really consistent. So, uh, what do you think about this series and why they pulled off this upset?
0: So, in my opinion, um, Toronto could have got Toronto after you after hearing the statistics, right? Mm-hmm. Toronto could have won this series. Yes. They had the they had a high chance of winning the series and I'll explain to you why. So the first two games DeRozan dropped 30, right? Yes, big games. What did Kyle Lowry do? He dropped in double digits, but he's not matching the I mean we're not expecting like, you know, 30 point explosions from like Kyle Lowry, but if he if that was in his bag, if he could have just scored a little bit more, then they would mm-hmm. have won these games because they he would they've just been an extra added, you know, score. You know, like, yeah, you can get eighteen. That can lead you somewhere. Like it did with the Brooklyn Nets. Like they were like so Brooklyn had about five people, you know, maybe in like double digits. They had, you know, yes. Kevin Garnett had a good game. Paul Pierce had a big game. Where he's it's like fifteen, twenty-two. Um Joe Johnson of course had a big game. Darren Williams of course had a big game. You see what I'm saying? Like when mm-hmm. they won the games, the formula is very is very like easy to see. The games mm-hmm. that Brooklyn won Joe Johnson played really well. Yes. Darren Williams played really well. 26, Joe Johnson, 22, Darren Williams. If Mm. only they could have like bounced it out like that in Toronto. That was their problem because, like, okay, so maybe defensively, you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Looking at the game, it's okay, we're going to, we know both of you are very capable, right? So what we're going to do is we're going to force one of you to beat us. Yeah. They forced DeRozan to beat you and shut down Laurie. Okay, wait we force Laurie to beat us we shut down DeRozan cuz DeRozan we, mm-hmm. we we see what DeRozan is capable of doing he's been capable of doing this his entire career exactly what he's doing with Chicago Bulls now yeah but you have to but if you sh- take one away from the other the other one doesn't know how to step up
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's why he yeah. lost
1: yeah i couldn't agree with you more um it's it's a you know, the Toronto Raptors always did have this problem where they never really had a definitive three. And Kyle Lowry should have been, like, the three. You know what I mean? He's, mm-hmm. he's the kind of guy, like, oh, some nights he'll drop, like, 25 if he's hot. But most nights he's going to be, like, a 17 to 10 and be really efficient on a winning team. Um, mm-hmm. They never they never had that guy that could just be really consistent, drop, like, 19 to 21. Um and because of that, they never really developed into the team, the title team that maybe it could have been a possibility for them um, pre Kawhi Leonard. Um, yeah. So yeah. Um. So that's. DeRozan the was end. on that team. He missed that out. <laughs> ah, poor DeRozan. He's having a good year yeah. though. Having a good year. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to say about this uh, episode?
0: No. Um besides the fact that just going back to, you know, the two player game, the two the two player game right there is just that sometimes, you know, as we seen later on with, you know, LeBron and Davis, uh Kawhi and Lari, mm-hmm. that the dynamic duo can win a championship, but it has yeah. to be a consistent duo. Mm, and, that's true. And DeRozan and Lowry just weren't consistent. Mm-hmm. That's why they had to break up.
1: Yeah. That's true. I agree with you um, so I uh so this is another great example of the matchups and breaking things down for you guys so we can give you some historical context and you know show you some really cool things that have happened in the history of n b a basketball um so basically the next one, dear goodness, the next one is gonna be a lot of fun. It's the Dallas Mavericks upsetting. The Miami Heat in 2011. Yes, the first That's a good year, one. The first year that LeBron James, D. Wade, Chris Bosh, not five, not six, not seven. Miami Heat. They lost to a three seed in the West. Nobody saw it coming. The one superstar, Dirk Nowitzki. We're going to break it down for you guys. It's very interesting. So, um it's 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 gonna be a lot of fun chris um so yeah you have anything else you want to say nope all right well i'm jason collins and i'm chris mohammed and we are the basketballics peace ouch